love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, there's my buddy Drew. Drew, did you have a good weekend? I did, but I learned how dangerous Facebook Marketplace is. I opened oh. it up over the weekend. Now I got another car. You got another car. Yep. Oh. You got another car. But it was a super cheapo. Sure, that's what you said in that last BMW you were driving, too. This was a BMW, but I'm telling you, I bought this entire car just for the transmission. That's all I wanted out of it. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very special, very rare transmission. You should have a lot of cars. Well, well you walk in some money you didn't tell me about. No, believe me. Th- I bought this car for a couple hundred bucks. But it has a great <laughs> oh, transmission. Oh, good for you. <laughs> uh, and right over there, her name is Claire. Hi. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, right of the young, and what's stressing you out right now? Uh, I'm trying to get it into shape. Yeah, feel that. Yeah. Babies are stressing me out right now. My kids are stressing me out. That, that answer is safe all year round. Like, I had a, a little event the other night, and my older kids were like, yeah, you know, we're just going to hang out. We're at McDonald's right now with some of our friends. I'm like, yeah, great. You know, your dad had a little special thing, you know, didn't even show up. Is that just a teenage thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. want nothing to do with you. They just start getting so so mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine my babies turning turning into what my older ones turned well, just, into. Yeah, what look you at those have, little like, ones and just know it's coming. Yeah. Once you have a driver's license, it's almost like, oh, I, I could be there, but... But I don't think I have to be because I can leave. That is it. The driver's license takes them away, and then mm-hmm. they, and then other than that, it's just the curfew. Right. And then you, s- we got to get back to that having that dinner at night mm-hmm. set time. Oh, the entire country more. needs to get back to that, don't I we? Could not agree more with that. I think that was the foundation of good family. Throw them to a time oh, there's no warp. question. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can remember as a kid, we had dinner every single night as a family. But then as that slowed down, and we all, my brothers and sisters, and we started turning into teenagers, my dad demanded that one day a week we will sit down as a family and have our dinner. And our Sundays were that day of a big dinner. All the family was over. And even I feel like we've gotten away for that. People have turned Sunday into like a work day now. Yeah. No. They turned the weekend into work days. Mm-hmm. You know? It's I remember when everything was closed on Sunday. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And right? maybe the grocery store was open for very limited hours. But other than that, you couldn't do anything Sunday. So you were stuck like... Yeah, in your house, right. staring mm-hmm. at your family. You also right. remember the Oregon Trail, so that's a bit. That was Lewis and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now. And now, now, my now daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you, baby girl. Yes, I am standing by. I am here to report. The news that did not make the news. Folks, I'm going to take you out of our friendly skies. Not a good time to joke. A Southwest flight from Sacramento to L.A. had to turn around before it took off last Wednesday because of a mechanical issue. Then it got delayed again. So the flight attendant started handing out water, and one of the passengers joked that they should be handing out vodka instead. 
and one of the flight attendants took issue with the joke, made the plane turn around again, and kicked him off the flight. Dang. So the joke didn't land? Guess the joke didn't land, now did it? Oh, boy. Was that really necessary? I'll be here all day. All right. Uh, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now, folks. Something that, well, they should be passing out vodka because we've been waiting so long. She came by and said, well, I didn't like your joke. Then uh, my wife tried to butt in there and say, look, we've been on this plane for hours right now. And she says, well, so have I. You know, so get used to it. Then, oh, you know what happened was the wife got involved in that, and then that, it, it became a cat fight after that. Yeah, it escalated. Here. Yeah, it, it <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What, what are you, you kidding, kidding me? Out of the fast uh, food world community, we'll get it to you in a jiffy. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Burger King is now deciding to deliver to people who are stuck in their cars in traffic jams. What? But how? Well, they tried it in Mexico, and they're bringing it to California. So they use real-time traffic data and digital billboards as key locations with heavy traffic close to a Burger King, and then use voice commands to order from their app. They use a GPS thing to pinpoint your location, and they deliver the food to you on a motorcycle. I am not even kidding. We are living in the future. This this is like 2019 right now. Welcome to the future. Remember that Brad Paisley song, Welcome <laughs> yeah, to the Future? We're here. Remember, man, when you used to be in traffic jams and they'd have a motorcycle come up and deliver your, your number four combo? <laughs> Check this out. Jam Whoppers. We used real-time data to detect our potential buyers in a traffic jam to offer them a Whopper and deliver on the move, promoting our service only in high congestion zones. by leverage- Okay, did they say, okay, I know they're going to deliver in high congested areas. Did they say something about delivering on the moon? No, he said on the move. Oh. But I will say this. <laughs> All, all of those scientists back yeah. in the, the 50s and 60s yeah. that, that built that moon program and all that technology, I hope they know that this is what it was all leading to. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't location technology to find a Burger King delivery. I mean, maybe Burger King is really onto something here. There you go. You got the What, what Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. It's The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm on Instagram right now. Follow Fitz with a Z on Instagram. Let's be friends. Uh, right over there is Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin. Let's ask Ryder the Youngin. Ryder the Youngin, the most popular form of social media right now, in your opinion. In my opinion, it's probably Instagram. Now, what is it about Instagram that's so, you know, exciting? What is, is it? That it's kind of become the new Snapchat in a way? It's almost like the new Snapchat, but at the same time, when you look at Facebook, everything is there forever, and it's hard to kind of sift through it and find everything, where Instagram is just right there on one page. Okay, it's so easy to it, get to. A lot of people want to know, like, uh, when it comes to social media and trying to reach people and get people to, you know, see your stuff, um, should, should you focus on, like, everything? Like, should I focus on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat? And should I try to dedicate time to each of them? Or should I just say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one, and, and this is where you could really contact me. What, what's the best way to go about that? It really depends. You have to look at your platform and what you're doing, because each, each social media has a different special thing about it. Like, Instagram is pictures and videos, right? And that's it? And Facebook is kind of about, like, posts and kind of stories. So it Family, has, community yeah. stuff? Exactly. And then you look at Twitter, and Twitter's, like, everything under the sun. So it's just a bunch of people arguing with each other. I love other. Twitter. Exactly. I love Twitter. I think Twitter is a really good source of information. Yeah. Now, 
Uh, Claire, you like Twitter too, right? Twitter's my favorite of all of them because, mm-hmm. and this is, you know, my you kids get off my lawn thing. I feel like, <laughs> uh, of uh, this is a really weird thing to say, but of all the platforms, it's the least narcissistic because oh, Facebook and Instagram are all about, here's a picture of me. I don't care if you comment. I don't care if you like it. I might count your likes, but what you say has no bearing. But I'm going to keep on showing you pictures of me. Here's me with the Mona Lisa. Here's me going over a cliff. Here's me with a wild boar. Twitter is information and people arguing about information. (laughs) And I love the voyeurism of the argument. And it seems like it's a more like... uh present and in the now community like when something happens on twitter you could literally right. see see what's trending and yeah. you could jump in these conversations right. mm-hmm. you engage on twitter you just look at instagram but i like uh-huh. that and i agree that instagram is uh it's vain because people want you to look at them but the same vanity exists on twitter they just want you to it's everyone's opinion for you to share right you that's to see. True. and the yes. thing is when yeah. something happens right in the world wrong. instantly everyone's posting their opinion as fact and that's what i hate about it it's just right. a place yeah. people go to insist well, that their opinion what's the yeah. phrase you use recreational outrage yes recreational outrage i love that's that. where it lives <laughs> that's where it's born and honestly, well, you, you yeah. know something kind of similar to that then is uh isn't that kind of like reddit as well uh-huh. like if if you really look at some of these reddit threads I mean, it's very similar to Twitter. People go on rages. Well, Reddit's oh, yeah. meant to be the fringe. Mm-hmm. Reddit's yeah. like on the outside. It's where younger people, typically males, right. kind of hang out and do their thing. Reddit's like the kids hanging out behind the school smoking. 100%. <laughs> you just nailed it on the head, actually. Right. That's, you know, that's the problem with Reddit. I can't stop reading it. Twitter, I can put down after 20 uh-huh. minutes. Reddit, two hours go by, and I'm like, well, there went my dinner. I fall into that Twitter rabbit hole, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I when I'm, when I'm on and I continue to... You know, getting in these threads and these conversations. Next thing you know, you're right. Hour and a half, two hours passes by. Right. What is your favorite form of social media? We'd love to hear from you right now. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Right now, it's Choose Your News, and every member on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. You know, we haven't seen a story about someone licking ice cream in a while, so, uh, ho- <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully that whole thing is over. So now, here's this, <laughs> which is worse in so many ways. A woman in northwest Wisconsin named Ashley Rose, she bought this bottle of conditioner at, uh, at Walmart the other day, Pantene Pro-V, sheer volume to be exact, and the first time she used it. Her hair started falling out in clumps. Oh, no. Apparently, somebody mixed Nair hair remover into the bottle and then put it back on the shelf. And they're thinking that this is like some sort of like a, a social media internal trend going on between uh, the youngsters, where they're encouraging people to put Nair inside, you know, shampoo <laughs> bottles. And this is what happens. Mm. Oh, I would rather people lick my ice cream. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is a severe criminal offense. It's it gonna, should be if they can catch him. How are they going to catch him if oh they yeah. post it? They it's can. Twenty-seven find years yeah. in jail if somebody yeah. does this. This madness has to stop. This whole like laughing about stupid pranks. I mean, I know pranks have been forever, and but now you have the internet and just trying to one up each other. Come on. She actually posted photos of, of bald spots on her head too, and, yeah. and there were there there were so many she ended up having to shave her entire head. Right. It's going to get to the point where people are going to start suing the store. 
for not keeping a better eye on it. Wow. Well, you do have to wonder about that. That You're takes right, some time though. to pull out the thing. You got to yeah. empty some of it. You got to refill the thing. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, what if, not what if, watching. What if you get the shampoo like somewhere else and you just simply go right. in there, bring, bring it back, and just it. put put and it on the shelf? It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of right. ways they. Well, let's don't give my ideas. Yeah. What do you? Don't try that at home, kids. All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, I feel like I should be hearing Born in the USA right here because the boss, Bruce Springsteen's youngest son, just became a New Jersey firefighter last week. That's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so he and his wife's youngest son, Sam, who's 25, just passed all the requirements, all the tests, and he is now officially a New Jersey City Fire Department junior fireman. Wow. You know what? You could be saved by the boss junior. Stop, drop, and roll. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Claire, choose your news. All right. Attention dog owners. Now, this news kind of dribbled out last week, but now it's full bore. If you if your dog likes pig ears, stop. Get them off yourself. Chuck them. There was a salmonella outbreak, and the CDC was issuing warnings kind of like as they were happening. But then late over the weekend, they issued a full warning. All pig ears have been recalled. More than 25 people have been hospitalized, including some small children. Yeah, dogs can Don't let your sick. kids chew on pig ears either. Yeah, but it's just handling them. Yeah. That's oh, the no thing. Kidding. Even just Ooh, handling boy, the serious. pig ears can get you salmonella. And so at this point, they're like, if you you can't buy them. I mean, already pet stores and retailers have pulled them off the shelves. Right. But if you have any of them, like if you bought them in bulk and they're sitting on your shelf, contact your pet store or go to the CDC website for more information on that. What about pork rinds? My Boston Terrier loves chewing on pork rinds. Just crunchy. Just pork rinds right oh, out yeah. of the box? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's be okay. bad for a completely different reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just cardboard. You shouldn't feed your dog cardboard. All right, Ryder the Youngin, choose your news. Oh, a man accidentally gets himself turned in after he robs a bank. <laughs> How did he get himself turned in? Oh, this is great. So he walked into a U.S. bank. The man's name is Michael. I won't give out his last name. He's 54 years old, and he gave the teller a note demanding all the cash that she had and whatever she could put in the bag next to it. And uh, guess what that note was on? Stationery. Department uh, uh, uh. of Motor Vehicles with his name, home address, <laughs> what are you and kidding me? phone number. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mind if we put that in the second round of the What Are You Kidding Me story? <laughs> you can take it. You, yeah. <laughs> he deserves it. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. What's up? Uh, if you have a moment, snap what you see and just send it back to me. Pics or you're not listening. Pics or you're not listening right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. Check in with us. Facebook.com slash follow fits. You know, um, is I it, when I go to the grocery store, the pharmacy, and, and we're looking at stuff and shampoos and, and, and conditioners and, and things for our kids, you know, I fully agree with anyone who says, you know what? I don't want to get this soap or I don't want to get this particular shampoo because... Probably a lot of chemicals in it. Mm, I mean, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if they're approved, sometimes I mean, chemicals are are, are, are chemicals. But there is uh, something that's happening right now that I do not agree with in any way, shape, or form when it comes to hygiene. Hmm. So, like, apparently, right now, there's this growing number of people who have stopped bathing and showering and washing themselves completely. So they could let the natural bacteria on their skin grow, flourish, and handle the job of keeping them clean. And I'm mm. just going to come out and say that is not fair to everyone else. That's like people not getting their shots. Yeah. Let me explain yeah. something to you. As someone right? who likes to go just, to comic book conventions. Yeah. Are you saying this is not a new trend? No, no, no. This <laughs> is not a new trend, forever. sadly. Because when you go to comic book conventions and you get into like that 
big open room, and you can still smell the BO of the entire place. Why is that, you think? Because nobody showers there. Because why? Are just they, like, staying in their basements? Like, that's a big part of it, yeah. A big part, well, see, here's the thing. When you, when you don't shower and you're only hanging out by yourself or with certain friends. Or gaming. You become nose blind. So you don't smell those smells. And then you go out into the public and then everybody else gets to smell Nose blind. Yeah. I've never heard of such. Yeah, I've never heard of nose blind. I have from the Febreze commercials. It's pretty oh, much the real? same thing. No, it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, you just don't smell it anymore because your nose becomes used to the to the odor. So See, I, I'm actually somewhere between these because I told you this a long time ago, Fitz. I Drew, really don't. Drew, yeah, I don't use shampoo or anything. I just use soap, and I don't. I really don't soap wash for his hair. I don't wash my hair, but maybe once a week. I just rinse it every time I'm in the shower. Guys don't need to. I don't no. need to. And, yeah, I'd agree. And, with and that. I think it's probably better for you. And then it is. so it is. about once a week, as I'm lathering up, I'll just kind of lather my hair real quick with just the same bar soap, the same Irish spring I'm using on the rest of me. Yeah. And that's as much washing as I do to my hair. Also, you said you 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 put what in your hair to style it? Well, I mean, not all the time, but sometimes. What? What? It's it's a thing that I make. It it's. Mostly egg whites, but not. It's, it's egg whites <laughs> and some oil. And it, you said want, you put like hair oil or something yeah, in your hair. Well, it's wow. It's a little bit of oil, and then you have a little bit of egg white. And oil like motor oil. Why do you why do you do that oil. instead okay. of like just oil. going going to, you know, Walgreens and getting you some hair gel? Because I used to use different kinds of hair gels and pomades yeah. or whatever, but I would always run out, and then you're always stuck without it. And so then now I, you so get I eggs? read one time when I ran out to, to make this stuff. I read online, <laughs> so I made it, and I used it, and I liked it. And I ended up just continuing to use it. smell it, like a Caesar salad? No, and you always have the ingredients <laughs> on hand, so you can always whip some up if you need it. Right? And you I don't need that much. You smell like a Caesar salad. No, if I put the sardines in it, then I'd smell like Caesar. <laughs> yeah, all right. And, and the cheese. But, hey, all Drew. All I'm saying is if I go in the kitchen and I break some eggs and I've yeah. got some oil... I'm going to, you know, scramble the eggs and throw in some veggies and some hot sauce and eat it. I'm going to put it on my head. Hey, tell everybody, Drew, what you told me that your pillow smells like. Well, that has that's a different issue, but my pillow smells like salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> How is that pickles. a different issue? I mean, what's really going on? That's head sweat. I, I sweat a little bit. Well, like but my you're sweating sweat. out egg whites and oil <laughs> on your pillow. Yeah, maybe right. you're sweating egg. I'm sorry, Ryder. You know are you what? getting hungry thinking about my pillow? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying you might save some money just buying a thing of hair gel. <laughs> hey, so uh, to, to get back on, on the subject here, <laughs> th- there is this, you know, the growing number of people who, who've stopped bathing and stuff. Uh, and they, they are doing this because they feel that if they cut back on all these products, that it's really going to help them like fight different skin diseases like acne and eczema and even to help them uh, uh, build a better immune system for their bodies by not using this stuff. Is that true? I mean, well, I mean, so they, they would rather stink and build bacteria. To an extent, it's true. I, I just, I. So I'm a caregiver for my mom. Okay. So I had to go take classes on this type of stuff. And uh, so a lot of people like to use hand sanitizer. That is like one of the worst things you can actually use because it kills all of the bacteria off your hands, including some of the good bacteria. Yeah. Right. But You're you are right. supposed to wash your hands. You do want to use soap and water. You want to scrub because that's going to get rid of the bad bacteria, yeah. but that good stuff is going to stay on there. So that actually builds up your immunity a lot higher than just not washing. That's going so to make you a lot worse. People who are addicted to hand sanitizer, and I know a lot of people who are, they need to yeah. cut that out. They need stop to stop. It. Yeah. 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 Crack down on it's not good for you. If yeah. you're in an emergency situation, you need the hand sanitizer. As soon as you do it, you have to dry your hands. You don't just let it sit. Yeah. It's the same thing as washing your hands. After you're done washing, you have to dry them or else you're going to let more bacteria uh-huh. go onto your hands or you're going to kill off. All the good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, everything you ever want to know about washing your hands right here. This is The Fit Show. The legendary Fitz happens. Live. Live.
Scotty, what's up? Uh, if you have a moment, snap what you see and just send it back to me. Pics or you're not listening. Pics or you're not listening right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. Check in with us. Uh, Ryder the Young, and how are you? Did you have a good weekend? I had an amazing weekend, well, man. Well, tell me about what was good about it. I actually just got to sleep for a little bit and kind of enjoy not doing anything. That was the all you ever talk about is sleeping. <laughs> sleeping is and funny. video games. And it's like the number books. one thing on his docket every day is sleep. I'm awake like 24-7 during the week, always just kind of taking care of stuff at home or yes. the show. So, so when you crash weekends, out, you like to crash out. Yeah, I hibernate. I don't call it sleeping anymore. I hibernate. I think that's really important sometimes to just, you got to find that spot where you can be left alone at least for a couple of minutes a day because if you don't get that, I mean, for me, it's hiding in my bathroom with my iPad and sliding my little bathroom door over so my kids and, and wife don't find me. Amen. But but I know what you mean. Yeah. Also, you know, I'm getting to the point, too, where I, I'm really looking forward to sleep mm-hmm. because I feel like I really don't do it that much. No. It, with with you know? this kind of job, you almost go to bed and you feel like maybe you slept for three hours because then you're back up and you're, you don't have a choice. You have to be right into it. And what about those nights where... You get a whole lot of freaking sleep, and then you wake up and you feel like you only got two hours sleep. Yeah. Oh, that's the. And worst. then some of those those nights where you get like two hours sleep, and you wake up and you just feel all energized. You're ready to go. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. I don't have that experience. I've always been a good sleeper. You know that. I could always fall asleep anywhere. I could always I, I sleep very soundly, which is a that's detriment. probably you had to go to sleep by yourself because your mother didn't sing to you when you were a child. <laughs> She didn't have to because she sent me in the room and I was out just like that. I'm thinking more to your military service. You probably had to learn how to sleep whenever you could sleep. What was that schedule like? Well, it's not dissimilar from this schedule because uh, (laughs) although there was less time for sleep, especially when you're talking about the beginning, like when you're in boot camp, it's you're lucky to get two and a half hours. And that's the point of it. You're supposed to be able to operate on low sleep. You know, it's all adrenaline. Now get your butt down and give me 20. Uh, That ain't happening anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you... You do lose sleep the first, I'd say, even a couple of weeks because yeah. you're kind of scared. There's that internal fear inside you. That like, what's going to happen? Falling into a deep sleep. Like, what, what's going to happen? And you're just waiting for that first scream <laughs> in the morning when, someone, when the drill starts and does it come? in. Do you remember that first break in by the drill sergeant? It is terrifying. Yes. Is it really? Because you really don't know is. what they're going to the, do. The scariest day of my life, the scariest thing I've ever experienced is what they call pickup day. Okay. And that's the day when you join your actual platoon because you're in receiving for a week okay. when you get there and they're getting you're getting your paperwork done, you're getting all your shots, you're getting your like, stuff issued to you. Like first week of college kind of, right? Well, and, yeah, then it, would, and then it, it gets serious. You get, well, it's pretty serious. It feels serious. When you're getting there, that first week you're like, oh my God, what did I get into? Yeah. This is crazy and I can't believe I'm doing this. You think it's bad. It's nothing compared to pickup day and beyond then when you meet your actual drill instructors like these guys are your temporary drill instructors yeah they're a little hard on you that first day on pickup day when you meet the real ones it's the scariest thing you've ever experienced in your life that's something drew has always told me about he's always talked about these drill sergeants and he's like you don't understand he's like these people are at a different level of energy sort of mental toughness they are they are at a different game and they they are put there these people for a for a reason they yeah. are special people to be in that position because they they got what job to do yeah, they have to make mold, sure you're prepared, right? You, make yeah, make you ready for anything. And so anything they're asking you to do, they're doing it harder and faster and louder yeah. than you and without showing any signs of fatigue. They barely sweat those guys. It's I don't know how they're they're inhuman. They're running with you, they're pushing, doing push-ups, they're doing it all. They're doing everything you're doing and then some they're doing everything you're doing plus yelling at you. They're running backwards when you're like barely able to run forward. <laughs> yeah. They're running backward next to you screaming at you. Like oh. where do they have the lung capacity? And now this is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files.
the other day when uh, it turned out that Bachelorette season 15 runner-up Tyler right. was dating supermodel Gigi Hadid when he was supposed to be getting back together with Alabama Hannah, we were all waiting with bated breath for Hannah, who never shuts up on Twitter, to say something. And she didn't say nothing. By and the way, we, uh, uh-huh. our social media team reached out to her, tweeted her saying, Hannah, we just we want you to speak. Right. Are you okay? Ryder the Youngin, did we get a response? I still haven't gotten anything. Man, she didn't give us Jack. No. <laughs> because shortly after Ryder <laughs> tweeted her, she right. put out an official statement to Us Magazine uh, saying no comment, that she wouldn't be commenting anything about that. Well, right. this week they've been having their summer press tour, ABC, with all the various things that they're going on. And uh, yesterday they held a summer press tour party. And she got asked a question by actually adorable child actor Tyler Vladis of Single Parents, who thought he was going to get a big get, right? He's like, oh, I'm going to ask her the hard-hitting question. Okay. And he said, did you know that Tyler went out on a date with a supermodel? So Hannah is faced with either disappointing this child actor with not saying anything or saying something. So she said, yeah, I did. But you know what? I didn't pick him anyway. And I'm all, yes, you did, girl. After you (laughs) dumped Jed because he had another girlfriend, you straight up asked Tyler out on a date. You went out on a date with him. And now you're just sour grapes about Gigi. Am I the only one who thinks it's really horrible that they got this little kid to ask that question? kid, Like this little kid had no idea what's going on with this show. Right. And they put him up to it. They put him up to it. Right. But you know what? It worked because she delivered. (laughs) His next question was, tell me about those four times in the fantasy suite. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So Disney needs to start populating its streaming service, Disney Plus, which comes out next year. So they're doing what all of the other streaming services and Hollywood moguls are doing. They're stealing our old favorite movies and remaking them for no apparent reason. Of course. First up on the list, Home Alone. Come on, man. Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that. You know why that would work? There's only one way that would work. If Kevin McAllister was the dad. Oh, my goodness. You might have just broken the code. I was wondering why or how or what would do. You think they would get Holly Culkin to do that? Who knows? I think he would do it. I I think he would do it now. Oh, he would definitely do it now because he he flew off the Kevin McAllister forever. Now he's doing the commercials. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. Let's tweet. Let's tweet the producers like we did the producers of Top Gun. And then we have Joe Pesci's kids. Perfect. And Daniel Stern's kids. (laughs) (laughs) That movie I would watch. I hope you like this idea because they're also going to remake Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which just came out like five minutes ago, so I don't get that. They're trying to go with the proven uh, winning stuff because everybody's, you know, on their streaming services now. Come on, man. Hire some writers. They're out there. Right, they are out there. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fit Show. He's taller than a jolly green giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fit Show. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Fits happens, especially on a Monday. There's Drew. Uh, Claire, who used to be in sales, is sitting right in front of us now in that seat. She's doing amazing. Claire, welcome. Thank you very much. Happy Monday. Ryder the Youngin, what's up, man? Thank you for your beautiful social media input earlier. It was really, it was really fantastic. Ryder the Young was telling us about you know what form of social media we should be using, and overall, your overall conclusion. I I really like Instagram. I think that's kind of like the biggest one that takes off, and really you can find a following on. Yeah, we're just coming back from uh, a a really good weekend. I like us all to think about one moment, something, something that happened to you yesterday, that was just like you know that just that just made your Sunday. What was it? That happened to you yesterday that made you say, man, that is what I love about Sunday. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing a 
because there's nothing better than a Sunday, man. And I'll kick it off. And then we shake the preacher's hand. You know, uh, I've, I've told you guys past couple of months or so about my little Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, and she has liver cancer. And we're waiting on some blood levels to sort of balance out before we have her liver cancer surgery. And true story, yes, we are going to a doggy oncologist, and she is going to have uh, her little liver cancer surgery. But anyway, yesterday there was a moment where I was taking Susie outside potty, and she was just running, you know, so full of life. And mm-hmm. it, it just makes me, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, solidify in my mind that we are absolutely making the right decision. My little puppy dog has life to live. She's got life in her, and it was just so great. Even with her having liver cancer, yeah. she's just straight up living life. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. Hey, Drew, what, do you, what did you love about Sunday? I had a chance to take a little flight this weekend. Just nothing exciting. It was a very, very small, short flight. Take a flight where, Drew? Uh, just a just a short little pop flight, you know. See mom. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> but I had that moment of perspective when the plane's up there and you're looking down and everything, and you realize not only how lucky we are to right. have these opportunities to hop in a plane very cheaply, by the way, and and fly somewhere to see someone. Speak for yourself. Uh, well, yeah, I don't have five kids to lug along, but uh, <laughs> you can hop in a plane very cheaply in this country and go see. And then you look down on the land, you just think, wow, we really are lucky to be where we are. And it all looks together. From Do you love that about Sunday? I love that about Sunday. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. Claire, what about you? Did you have I, a good moment yesterday? I have a Sunday ritual. I have this moment every Sunday. And some days, if I have somewhere to be, I will wake up extra early to make sure this happens. But yeah. I do the uh, Sunday crossword puzzle every Sunday. I wake up, I make coffee, I get back in bed, I get the crossword puzzle, and my cat Tybee comes and she sits and she falls asleep on my lap wow. while I'm doing the crossword puzzle. Without fail, she knows it. Like, this cat <laughs> waits for me to wake up and do the puzzle so she can go back to sleep any, on me. Any Aww. particular crossword puzzle is like the USA Today? No, is no, it like it's the, the New York Times? New York Times crossword puzzle. Oh, you do, do the you Sunday do New York oh, yeah. Times? I do it, but I do it on my phone. And before you ask, do I do it in pen? I would if I had a newspaper, but I don't like newspapers anymore. <laughs> so yeah. It's get, the Sunday morning iPad. I have the app. <laughs> On my phone, and I do the puzzle every day, but Sunday is my special morning to sleep in with the coffee and the cat. Do you love it? I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. what I love about Sunday. Writer the Youngin, did you have a moment yesterday? Oh, my God. You guys have no idea. You guys had some amazing moments, but I got to tell you. Yeah. I finally got the new high score in the Showdown series on Red Dead Redemption. I came out on number one. I showed all them what for, all those Fortnite kids that jumped on. I'm 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 top king now. It's crazy. All of us are getting like really emotional and stuff. He's like, talk, what talking about your gaming yeah, score, dude? I love it. Yeah. He just what I love about Sunday. He just crushed a bunch of fourteen year olds. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I destroyed their hopes and dreams of being professional gamers. <laughs> but do you love that about Sunday? I love that about Sunday. What I love about Sunday. So check this out. Straight out of country. This it happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fit Show. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fit Show. Playlist profiling is on again. Based off of these three songs, we're gonna try to guess their gender, their age. 
what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. I do want to emphasize it's very, very important to take notes. And at the very end, Drew is going to uh, calculate and tabulate and all that stuff. We're going to find out who came closest to profiling our mystery caller. Song number one, Luke Combs, Hurricane. Song number two, Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar. (laughs) Ugh. Oh, come on. What the (laughs) heck is that crap? Not one of my favorites. That's a cover song, actually. Yeah. All right. uh, And finally, song number three, In Sync, Bye Bye Bye. Whoa, this is throwing me off now. All right, based off of those three songs, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. Anybody have any problems? Mm-hmm. Interesting thoughts? Profiles completed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, it's Fitz. I think, at first I thought that uh, this individual was trying to trick us, but I think this is a male. 40 years old, drives a Dodge Ram. This individual works at Boeing. I'm just going to throw it out right now. I know where they work. They work at Boeing. Single with three children. And I think they're single because they, they have w- way too much Metallica cranked up in their house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, what about you? Give me your profile. You are so jaded against Metallica. Oh, I just can't uh, stand that. Well, I do think it's someone tricking us. You can be hide, hide behind that Metallica all you want, but I think it's a female. I also said 40 years old, right on the number. I think she drives a Subaru Forester. She works construction. She's married with two kids. All right. Uh, Claire, what about you? I also think this is a woman. Uh, younger, though. I think she's 31. She drives a Suzuki Samurai. She's a cosmetologist, and she's single with no kids. Right or the young, and we have a mystery caller on hold. All we know is three songs from their playlist. What do you think? Off of their playlist, I think that it's a male. Okay. I think he's 31. I think Ooh. he's cruising around in a Ford F-150. I think he works at a car dealership somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, single, but has one kid the moment we've all been waiting for mystery caller are you a male or a female male all right all right i'm feeling i'm feeling good about this one uh okay sir how old are you 31 (laughs) dang did you guys get right on the money yes what did you guess claire 31 what about you Ryder? 31 dang That's my crew right there, and that's my crew. What's okay. up? What's up? Well, Claire thought you were a girl. So. Yeah, so I'm a little <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, well. All know, right. What, what do you drive? Uh, Toyota Tundra. Oh, okay. What is your profession? I'm an air traffic controller. <gasps> oh. I said Boeing. Uh, are you single or married? Uh, married. Okay. Do you have any children? Uh, no. All right. Drew is going to do our calculations and tabulations, find out who came closest to profiling you. Give me just one moment. All right.
I see you scratching and scribbling over there, Drew. What's it looking like? These games are getting tight. We've got another <laughs> tie to break, but let's start with the low end. I myself got only one. I got that he was married. That's it. Fitz got only one, the fact that he was male. So we both lose. However, Claire and Ryder both guessed the age dead on, which is a three-point bonus. You both got 31. <laughs> Ryder got that he's male, but Claire got the zero kids. So the same score. What do I do for a tiebreaker? It comes down to the car. Now, uh, Claire said Suzuki Samurai. That's a tiny SUV. Ryder said an F-150, which is closest to a Tundra. Those are both pickup trucks. So yes. Ryder on a technical. Yeah. Ryder! 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 Me! Sir, what is your name? It's John, and you guys know me as Radar John. Oh, it's oh, Radar, Radar John! John! Yes, My we love man. Radar John. Radar John, does it feel weird to be profiled? Well, you know, you got the age right, and almost the truck right, and the mail, you know, it's it, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, think I'm calling, I, think I'm call, I think I'm calling the show too much. You guys are profiling me. I'm calling too much. Just be real. Welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Throw out some good into the world. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. There's a woman who uh, who gave birth in the back seat of a taxi cab, and the driver's reaction was priceless. <laughs> Ew! What? That's his reaction. <laughs> Ew! No. Rags and boiling water. I need some rags and boiling water. Boiling water. I don't know what that is. Uh, Nothing. Every time somebody's about to have a baby... I guess, you know, I mean, if I was around somebody who was, like, having a baby on the street, I would just scream, boiling water, rags, now. Yeah. And what and do you so, do with that? What if someone brought them to you, though? Right. Pot of boiling oh, water and some well, rags, you're like, yeah, you oh, do nothing. I've that, never known what the next step was. I've been told the boiling water is simply a thing to go keep the man busy, that it doesn't actually have anything to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, well, why do you to want get a bunch the of man, boiling water around right? a newborn baby? You don't. <laughs> go in the so kitchen really, and watch make, boil yeah, water make boil. the man leave yes. to boil the water. Yes, exactly. Well, uh, check it out. This, this reaction was priceless. Oh my gosh, she's coming out! Oh my gosh! Oh, you gotta breathe, mommy. <laughs> she has in my hand. Oh, she's literally coming out. Yeah, but you have to breathe. <laughs> That's it, boy. Don't hold your kids. Don't hold your kids. Don't hold your kids. That's it. Shut it down. The baby's out. Just move that right to the seat. God bless the baby. Boom. With Gucci. Better hook me up with a little extra for the car wash, man. Man, I'm broke. I don't think this is gonna happen. So, yes. At the very end, in case you didn't know, he actually asked for extra tip money to wash the car. I think that was the dad telling uh, him, I'm going to hook you up with Alexa. But I no, think so- that's, someone- him asking, wow. that's him asking for it. He, love- got, he got denied. Well, someone said, goes, we Gucci. God, God bless the baby, and I need some extra money. My favorite part was, man, you got to push. You got to come. You got to breathe, mommy. Here. Oh, my gosh. She's coming out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my you got to breathe, mommy. <laughs> And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It happens. Live. You know those those conversations that you have uh, where you literally, if you're hanging out with friends, you have to kick off the conversation with, hey, believe it or not, you know those unbelievable but true stories. We want to hear yours now. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to book you. Uh. Maybe you should be dead. <laughs> Nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. 
Appreciate that. Those stories that are, you know, unbelievable, but but they're true. Um, I'll kick it off. Believe it or not, I got an invite to uh, fly in a helicopter with Jason Aldean this weekend. Believe it or not. Crazy. Are you doing it? I don't know. You asked you, you asked me that like nine times today. <laughs> I know. Well, because I want to know. <laughs> and every time you do it, it makes me nervous. So okay. I don't know. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So what do you think? Should I? Of course you should. Yeah. Okay. So How that's mine. Not? All right. Yeah. Uh, Claire, go not, ahead. Uh, I sang on stage with Brad Paisley. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? It was one of those, uh, uh, you know, he, he has a bar. There's a bar on stage, right? Yeah. One yeah. side is for veterans. Okay. And then the other side is just like they pick random people and I got randomly picked and I happen to be sitting on the end of, so I'm on stage with Brad in the Brad Paisley show, which is already a bucket list, like times 50, right? Yes. With a bunch of random strangers. But I was sitting on the end, and apparently the person that sits on the end, Brad comes up during Crushing It, and he sits down next to you, and he hands you the microphone, and you start singing Crushing It. <laughs> they got to do the words. Yes. Which are which go like this. Crushing it. Wait, 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 wait. Crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you remember all that? The amazing thing is that I had the wherewithal to take a selfie, so I have proof. Oh, so you boy. got to sing with Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was, in fact, good for me. <laughs> Anybody else have a believe it or not story? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, when I was about, I want to say I was about eight years old, we were driving, and uh, I looked over to my left, and there's a there's an airport over there. And I see this plane coming towards us, and I'm like, Mom, that plane is really low. And she goes, no, it's supposed to be. And I was like, no, that plane is really low, Mom. Right. You guys remember, one of the planes actually got caught up in the power lines. Oh. Yeah. And you saw that happen? It happened right behind us, because I was like, drive! I'm like eight years old, screaming at my mom to go. She's like, it's fine. She goes, oh my God, the plane! <laughs> <laughs> it happens live. Live. The legendary Fitz happens live. Live. All right, Bryce, believe it or not. Yeah, so I was at Comic-Con, and I literally ran into Danny Trejo. Like, not, <laughs> I'm not talking about, uh, no, I'm not talking about, like, walking up to him or paying for it. Like, I was looking around for my friend, and some guy just hits me in the shoulder, like, walking by, and he goes, sorry, bro. And I was like, oh, it's all right, man. And I look, and it's Freaking Danny Trejo. All right, now for everybody who doesn't know who Danny Trejo is, he's he's like one of the most familiar faces. He's a scary dude. Yeah, also. So it was really him. It wasn't like a cosplayer. It was actually the Danny Trejo. It was it was it was Machete himself. Yes. Okay, so Con Air, what are some other uh, shows he's in? Machete. Machete. Uh, Machete. Desperado. Desperado. Bubble yeah, Boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, yeah he's in uh, the vampire movie the From yeah, Dust from Dawn. From Dust Dawn. Yeah. Yes. Oh. yeah. And he's a taco merchant now. Yeah, yeah right. he's in a taco stands. <laughs> Lauren, believe it or not. Okay, so I was dating, I guess we could call that loosely dating, a chef who was semi-famous. Um, he like was on Iron Chef, and he Chef Mojimoto. I won't name any names. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be classy. Um, unlike him, because what he did was invite me to his restaurant that he owns and is the head chef of. I got to bring two girlfriends. We dolled up, great. Um, obviously, amazing food and drinks. And then I got footed with a $200 bill. <laughs> he sent me the check. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, what? Believe it or not. <laughs> How's that relationship going? Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Wow. You get the blowfish. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. 
Martin. What's up, Shelby? Believe it or not. Okay, so this one is from years ago, but it's really good, and it's totally true. Um, I was in L.A. for a bachelor party. We were having so much fun staying at Airbnb, and I went to make a coffee run in the morning, so I'm waiting at a stop sign, and up pulls Dax Shepard with his windows down, blasting Toto's Africa, and he's singing right to me. I'm not even kidding you. And you know, believe me, but it happened. I miss the rain down in Africa. That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, I found out later it was the day of the Chips premiere, and so that's why he was in such a good mood, and I just happened to catch him. It was crazy, but I was by myself, so nobody believes me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? We believe you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now, they just walked in the studio. We have some Army folks here. Welcome to the show. Let's get everybody's names. Uh, the Golden Knights, you guys, are in the studio. So uh, who do we have right now, sir? What's your name? My name is Staff Sergeant Ryan Reese. And where are you from, Ryan Reese, originally? Tacoma, Washington. Oh, oh nice. Right Tacoma. And what about you, sir? Uh, Sergeant First Class Jesse Robbins. And Jesse Robbins, where are you from originally? Originally from Houston, Texas. Dude, I'm from Texas. What's up, H-Town? <laughs> What's up, Houston? And what about you, sir? Where are you from? Lieutenant Colonel Mark Davis. Well, welcome. My gosh. From We're... Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. Original. Yeah. Claire is from Ohio. Cedar Point. Hey, yeah. Right. yeah. Yes. I want to begin by saying that I admire you so much because each of you signed on that dotted line in the very beginning, not knowing where you were going to go, what you were going to do. You accepted the consequences. And for that, I am so just honored to be near you guys. That's a, that's a big thing. Why did you decide to join the Army? Originally, I needed something to do after high school. It yeah. Was something, it was a realization of life kind of hitting you in the face that, hey, there's something you need to do with your life. It's time for you to be a grown-up. Um, my father served. My grandfather served. Multiple people in my family served. And it was something that made sense to me. I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself. Wow. We, what about you, sir? So Jesse Robbins from Houston, Texas. Uh, in high school, uh, I got tricked into getting into the JROTC program. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a Army JROTC, and uh, my mother was in it as well in high school. As I graduated, I wanted to be a firefighter. And in the state of uh, Texas or in Houston, Texas, to go to the fire department, you have to have 60 credit hours of college or two years of the Army. And I figured that two years of the Army would be a lot faster than 60 credit hours of college. So... <laughs> I joined the Army and loved it. So I did three years initial entry for the Army for my enlistment. And after that, I didn't want Never to looked out. back. Oh, right. Never looked back. Never looked back. Uh, sir, what about you? Your name one more time and yes. why you joined up. Lieutenant Colonel Davis. I decided to join primarily because I have family that were all in the military. I was going to go to the Naval Academy, but then decided that I was going to go to the University of uh, Toledo through their ROTC program. Go Rockets! So, oh, go Rockets. Claire's from Ohio! <laughs> <laughs> So for me, uh, it was an opportunity to expand myself, develop you know leadership capabilities, and, and I kept seeing the cadets run around on campus, and I thought, I can do that. And uh, that's primarily what we're trying to do this weekend at Seafair is just connect people with the Army and say, you can do this. Well, listen, thank you so much. We are, we are so very excited. How many jumps would you say you have underneath uh, your belt? I have just a shade over 1,100. Wow. <laughs> 1,100. 100? Yes. How many years have you been doing it? This is my third year on the team. I've been skydiving since 2009. Wow. Is it exciting every single time? I mean, or have you lost all fear, or is it just straight up, let's go have some fun and do this thing? It re- always resorts back to your military training. We 
are trained to do a job and you want to make sure that you do the job the best of your ability for the rest of the guys on your team because you know they're doing the exact same thing for you. Wow. That's what else I love about the military is you guys are so close and, and that word, it's trust. You know what I mean? What would you say to someone who is tinkering on the idea of, okay, uh, should I go talk to a recruiter? What is in it for someone in 2019? Why should they join today? What it leads to is a career after the Army with your opportunities that you've gained. There's certifications for almost every position in the Army. You're going to take something to the civilian world that you're going to be proud of. Yeah. That's what I think it's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I, thank you so much for being here. You guys mind if I call my dad Green Bray Bob just to let him know that you're here? Absolutely. I want to find out how many jumps he's got underneath his freaking belt. Hey, uh... <laughs> Prepare yourself, folks. Hello? Hey, Dad. Yeah. What's up? Uh, nothing. Well, let me tell you something. I'm joined in the studio right now by some amazing Army folks from the Golden Knights. Yeah. Woo! Are you kidding? What? I want to make one more parachute jump before I die. Can they arrange it? If anybody could, they could. Static <laughs> <laughs> line is fine. Static line is fine. Static line is fine. Hey, Dad, real, uh, how many jumps do you have underneath your belt? A little over 100. I was a jump master, actually. Well, these guys got about 1,100, Dad. Uh, yeah, but have they jumped from 400 or 500 feet before? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, know, we know your pain, sir. Both of us are also static line jump master qualified. We got you. All right, Dad. Oh, what an honor to talk to you guys. Man, I follow you whenever you come on TV. It's an honor as well, sir. We're uh, we're standing on your shoulders. Yeah, did you get your training down at uh, Fort Benning too? Every airborne soldier goes through Fort Benning for training and does the 200-foot uh, tower. I know you know what that is. Oh, yeah, the tower. Look around and enjoy Fort Benning, boys. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. I, I knew you'd be excited to talk to him. We get to actually fly with him this weekend and watch the Golden Knights do what they do. So I just I, I just wanted to connect you guys. Thank you for, for answering. You're going to have a great time. Let me tell you, those guys are super. Yes, they are. And we're grateful for him, too. All right, Dad. Thank right. you. Get back to Natty Light. You bet. <laughs> Green Prey Bob, ladies and gentlemen. Fitz happens. You're listening to The Fit Show. There's Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin is here. Made in the Shade is the other. Uh, uh, Made in the Shade is in the other room in there. There are certain things in life that will absolutely make us happy. Let's go around the room. What would make you happy right now? I mean, not like happy. What would change the trajectory of your of your month right now? We're going to begin with Drew. Drew, what would make you happy right now? Change everything for you. Oh, man. That's a tough question. Uh, a, a brand new warm fuzzy pair of slippers. Fuzzy pair of slippers. You Boom, can't, that'll you do can't it. not be happy wearing fuzzy slippers. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, what about you, Claire? What would make you so happy right now? Car. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Four wheels, steering wheel, all that. Yeah. What kind of vehicles that. you like? What? Like if you had a choice. Oh gosh. Uh, I guess if I had to choose, I would really love like a Jeep Wrangler. Uh oh. I just love those. Yeah. Adorable and the new ones with the colors and all that kind of stuff are cool. I'm gonna have to call my boy Phil. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. But uh, I'd, I'd be good with any kind of crossover or or small SUV. Right of the young and what would make you so happy right now? Uh, a movie accurate bat suit. That would do it. A movie. 
Did you just say right to the young that you wanted a bat suit? Yeah. Well, I have a bat suit, but I want a movie accurate one. Like, no, what do you mean movie accurate? Like, does it show like the six pack and yeah, all the like muscles? The one, like the one Ben Affleck wears, where it looks like a real Batman suit. Yeah. With or even like Michael Keaton. Oh, the Michael Keaton bat suit. Oh. Can, we, can we back yeah. up a second when he said, "Oh, I have a bat suit. I just want a better one." <laughs> By the way, Ryder the Youngin loves all things, right, comic book, Batman, yeah. all that stuff. Hung up We on have it. got to get you a customized bat suit. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Let's do it. Is there anyone listening that could do that for us? Anyone listening right now that could make Ryder the Youngin a customized bat suit? Um, I'll be your best friend. You know what made me happy is just having the opportunity to go on a honeymoon with my wife. We've been married for a long time oh. now. We spit out a bunch of babies and everything. Never been on a honeymoon because, you know, we live away from our family. You know, we haven't had that chance. Um, a new survey asked people... What could happen that would make them instantly feel happy? Winning a brand new car was definitely on there. Going to the beach and not seeing trash all over the place would make people happy. Ooh, mm. mm-hmm. Something else that makes people happy, just finding a random $5 bill in your pocket. Or I what about that. What about finding that $5 bill on the street? Love that, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then it's someone else's. It's I love that. Better. I j- literally just found a random $5 bill in the pocket. The Did other you? Day. Yeah. You're so lucky. I haven't, I haven't done anything with it yet. It's just there. Hey, what about this? I'll wrap up with this one. And it's this is really sad that this made the list. It's just showing how sleep deprived we all are. <laughs> Sleeping through a whole night would make people happy. You're right. Has oh. it, do people still sleep? You know, put their head on the pillow and then wake up. No, I haven't done that in years. No, no, no. not not without help. <laughs> what he not said. Without help, yeah. yeah, I do through the night. Yeah, yeah. Without even waking up or anything. Every night. Ace man doesn't wake you up. No. Jill getting up to go to the bathroom nope. doesn't wake you up. Nope. So weird. Wow. Well, hey, Drew. Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> no. I felt that one. <laughs> good at sleeping. This Fitz happens live. Is the Fitz show? Fitz happens live. You guys remember the magazine? I think it was Us Magazine, and it used to have that little article that said, uh, "Stars, they're just like us." Yes. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so sure they still run that. Yeah. Yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best friend Phil Camino lives in Las Vegas, and he's always seeing people. I don't know if I told you guys, last Halloween, he's trick-or-treating, normal neighborhood, or above average neighborhood, walks up, trick-or-treating with his kids. Guess who opens the door? O.J. Simpson. <gasps> oh! Whoa! Wow. No, Can you imagine? Would you, would you eat Halloween candy from O.J.? I wouldn't. Yeah. I absolutely would not. In I, that case, I'd be like, kids, give me the bags. Here, you can just hand me the candy. Thank you. Let's go and toss it on the lawn. No, I would scoop running. up my kids and hightail it down the street Look, is what I would do. nothing to worry about. OJ only kills people close to him. Who <laughs> have angered him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Allegedly, reportedly, supposedly. Yeah, no, no, he did it. Never mind. And so yesterday, I get a text from Phil Camino, and he goes, dude, you're not going to believe. And this is Las Vegas again. Apparently, Las Vegas is where everybody is now. Oh, man. And he says, dude, guess what I just saw on TJ Maxx? I'm like, who? He goes, Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally believe it. 100% Absolutely. believe it. Britney yeah. Spears and TJ Maxx. And it's so weird because this story just came out that Britney Spears shops uh, at Target 80 times last year. Dang. Dang, who counted that? Well, there's uh, a reason. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 share yeah. the reason. Go ahead. Right. She's uh, still under her conservatorship, right? So everything oh. in her life is still controlled by her father and a, and a group of people. And so uh, they're thinking about closing it. And so they had to do a bunch of financial disclosures and they literally track her receipts where she goes. But think about it, though. I mean, would you really know it was Brittany if, if somebody was just in a store with, you know, sunglasses on, something over her face, her hair down? I You'd bet, probably never know it was Brittany. I bet you would think that girl kind of looks like Britney Spears. Weird. Yeah. But you yeah, wouldn't but you actually probably think wouldn't. that's Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, 
And, and by the way, 80 times in yeah. a year, it's not that much for Target. That's less than twice a week. A lot of people shop at Target. That's a, a lot for a, somebody like Brittany. Come she's on. She's a billionaire. Yeah. She yes. doesn't she's need to shop at Target. Yeah. They she get just a, just because you're rich, you can't appreciate a good value? <laughs> <laughs> they got everything there. I'm just saying. You're, you're absolutely right. Everybody loves Target. Course, I see what you're yeah. saying. They got a hold of some of her financial documents, um, and, and they reveal that she shopped at Target a bunch. Uh, she also frequented. Yeah, Brittany's got some good choices. She's got some class here. Uh, Home Depot, Hobby mm-hmm. Lobby, Walmart, 7-Eleven, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Pier 1 Imports. You know, I- she spent more than $66,000 on household supplies, uh, which is more than the everyday American might drop. You know, Maybe. But she also probably has an 8,000-square-foot mansion. Yeah. That takes a lot more cleaning products, a lot yeah. more little throw rugs and... She probably has eight bathrooms. That's a lot of toilet paper rolls. Sure is. Yeah, but I got to say, at least she's still, like, kind of de- She's grounded because, I mean, a lot of celebrities, like, of her stature don't even go out anymore. They just order everything. I don't know if them. she's grounded as much as she is, like, she has become, like, a recluse. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I can see that. She she probably stays in her house all the time. She can't Except trust anybody. Except when she's breaking out windows and shaving her head. Yeah. <laughs> or shopping at Target. Right. <laughs> or Home Depot. They didn't mention the amount of time she sends her, sends her kids down to the 7-Eleven to pick Mama up a pack of Marlboros. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They also didn't mention whether she's wearing shoes at any of these stores. Yeah. I wonder if she'll end up on peopleofwalmart.com. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And when you love the service, I mean, you want to tell everyone else about the great experiences that you've had. And recruiting is a great way to share your experiences and to help others find theirs. The sailor in today's salute does both those things. Today we salute HM2 Almond Groves of the United States Navy. And you're not going to believe this. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. Her name is Almond Joy Groves. True. This is true. This is straight up true. What's up, Almond Joy? HM2 means that Alman is a hospital corpsman second class. That means she's a doc or a medic to other sailors and marines. Oh, we love our docs. That's right. There's, usually a, there's always <laughs> so a very... doc attached to a marine unit. We love that doc. Yeah. Um, Alman's husband, Christopher, asked me to salute his wife because he's so proud of what she's accomplished in the Navy. He says August marks 17 years she's been in the Navy. Wow. In September, she's going for her promotion to E6 first class. Drew, you're uh, a United States Marine. What does E6 first class mean? Uh, that means she'll be an HM1. She'll be a first class, uh, just you know, another rank up. That's, mm. that's right below, what, chief? Yeah. Wow. Almond served 14 years out in the fleet. She served aboard the Camden, the Reagan, the Lincoln, and the Rainier. She then went on to two more years in the Naval Reserves and has spent the last year as an active duty recruiter. And Christopher added uh, that she's the top recruiter for the Navy in the area. That's another thing to be proud of. That's a big job. It is mm-hmm. a big job. It's a job. stressful job. It's a big it's job, a very, job very too. important job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So for her many years of service and for helping others both as, as a corpsman and helping others find their careers in the Navy, we salute HM2 Almond Joy Grows of the United States Navy. 
We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And uh, if you have just a moment to to send us maybe a salute, like if, if you know someone who has served in the past, present, future, let us know. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. This is the Fitz Show. And now, and now it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, folks. I'm here standing by. Welcome to... It's good to be your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman. I've got to get to it. I'm going to begin with a story out of Kentucky. Do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> a couple in Kentucky were camping out when another camper and his son showed up outside their tent and claimed someone or something had trashed their campsite. And then a couple of seconds later, the guy started firing a gun into the woods just randomly and claimed he saw Bigfoot. There's probably some drinking involved. Mm-hmm. You think? But the couple says there was absolutely nothing there. Their flashlights on our tent, they say that their campsite had been completely destroyed, that they were following the yelling whoops to figure out like who destroyed their campsite. Started hearing some of those whoops again. And they were also in the same direction that he went. He was just like, oh my God, there it is. I was like, I see it, I see it. And all I see is the gunshot flashes. Yeah. He says that he saw Bigfoot emerge from the brush near our tent. There was absolutely nothing there, though. We shined our flashlights, and yeah, there was nothing. See, that, that's what you got to worry about. People like that at the campsites, you know, people that are just bat, you know what, crazy. Yeah. People that are probably out there camping, probably sucking down some high-speed chicken feed, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and claiming they saw Bigfoot and just shooting, really shooting into the woods. Do you think it was one of those situations where he got blackout drunk, destroyed his campsite, woke up and go, whoa, who did this? <laughs> yeah. Do you do that if you're blackout drunk? Or yeah, is that- you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they had a loaded firearm with them. Yeah, that's that awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, that's always good to know. <laughs> yeah. That they're being responsible about yeah, it. Yeah, Responsible and safe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Only you can prevent dumb in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of... The day, ladies and gentlemen. And now, this is The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fit Files. America's Got Talent judge Julianne Huff is on the latest issue of Women's Health magazine. And boy, does she let it all hang out. We mean all of it. She posts for some nudes, some beautiful nudes, actually. And she talks about a relationship with her husband, Brooks Leitch, who is a pro hockey player. What? And she includes that she told him early on in their marriage that she was, quote, not exactly straight, Mm -hmm. but that she loved him and she chose him and wanted to be with him for the rest of her life. Aww. And he was probably like, I'm good with that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm thinking he was like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. I, I saw the photos, by the way, and, and she's also done a bunch of covers for like Women's Health magazine. Is, yeah, is this what women, this This is Women's Health that she's this, nude in, yeah. So this was the spread. Sorry, yeah, what this magazine? Was their thing. And, and you're right. Health. I mean, writer, writer. how do you spell that? No. <laughs> she, she must work out. She's a beautiful, well, she's a dancer. Of course Absolute, she works out. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is her husband a celebrity? Uh, he's a hockey player. Oh. Yeah. A was, hockey player. Yeah, a hockey player. Why is everyone married to a hockey player now? Yeah. It, it's like the purse dog of the... Who's married to a hockey player? <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Purse dog. That's true. I Carrie feel Underwood like Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. It's like everyone, that's, the, that's the hot new thing in Hollywood is to mm. find yourself a hockey player to marry. <laughs> purse dog. Because if anybody runs up on him, the hockey player can beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where can people check out these photos, by the way? If what it, are you? 
Women's Health Magazine, which, by the way, is probably about to have its largest one <laughs> circulation ever. in history. <laughs> I want to touch the high meat. Hmm. <laughs> Katy Perry and her label have been ordered to shell out $2.78 million in damages after a court ruled that her song, Dark Horse, is a ripoff of a Christian rap song called Joyful Noise. And keep in mind, Katy Perry uh, used to be you know, a Christian artist, and her parents are actually in the... Uh, uh, in the ministry. In the, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, Fitz, do you have a, have a mashup of the original song and Dark Horse? I do. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> this is the Christian song, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the same exact song. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, song, they... the song's producer, Dr. Luke, I think he's a shady dude anyway. Dr. Luke. It just he's sounds like shady. they both hit the same button on the Casio. Yeah, yeah that's true. Beep, they beep, did. Beep, beep, beep. Well, it's their Katie, art, Drew. It's their art. Yeah. Of the 2.78, Katie herself is personally responsible for half a million and the rest wow. of it to Dr. Luke, Capitol Records, and some other folks. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fit Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens. Live. We are back. What's up? My name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. Uh, Find me on Instagram right now. Follow Fitz. Two words. Follow Fitz. Right over there is Drew. Drew, where where are you on Instagram? I'm at Critical Drew. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Claire, who used to be in sales, she's been hanging out with us the past couple of months, popping in. We're having so much fun with her. Claire, where would you prefer people uh, follow you on social media? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Claire Beverly Radio. Claire Beverly Radio. Radio. And Ryder the Youngin. What's up, dude? What about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ryder the Youngin, but what Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-G-N. Y-O-U-G-N. Yeah, no I. All right. What about an N? Huh? What about an N? You said Y-O-U-G-N. Is it Youngin. That's Youngin. Y- Yaugen. No, Youngin. it's Youngin. <laughs> Oh, an you need N. an N in front oh, of yeah. it. You gotta Y-O-U-N-G-N. have an N. There, there we go. you go. All right. Thank well. you, Drew. I'm not a spelling whiz. <laughs> yeah. It's not back to school yet, Drew. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to give you some Monday motivation. Yeah. Going to motivate, abbreviate. Yeah. You know it's Monday motivation. We're going to give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. Believe it, achieve it. We like to do Monday Motivation because, you know what, sometimes we all need a little we all need a little push to keep us going. Mm-hmm. We all need a little to something, get something a little motivation. Uh, so with that, we're going to try to motivate you. I'm going to kick it off with this. You know what? Actions always prove why words mean nothing. Words do not mean jack. What are someone's actions telling you? They'll tell you everything. Their actions will tell you absolutely everything. Everything. What are your actions showing me? Mm. Man, Love that. Drew, deep. what about you? Give us some Monday motivation. It is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Drew, that could be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that comes from Sun Tzu. <laughs> Sun Tzu? Yeah. Yeah. The art of war. It's better to be a warrior in didn't a garden he, than a gardener in a war. Didn't he used to play for the Dallas Cowboys? He was a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. He can do just about anything. All right. 
Claire, motivate us today. My wisdom, as usual. Is it going to be from Sun Tzu? No. <laughs> Close. Dolly Parton. Oh, even better. <laughs> who says, storms just make the trees take deeper roots. Oh, that, yeah. That really resonates with me. I've been through some storms, and yes. all of them have made me stronger. As I get to know you, I hope to get to know about your storms mm-hmm. in your life. Uh, I hope you get to know about my storms. I mean, I got a thunderhead every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you should look at the doctor for that. <laughs> um, all right, Ryder the Youngin, are you going to motivate us or what? Oh, you know it. My motivation <laughs> is uh, keep moving. Even if your path isn't lit, trust that you'll find your way. Wow. Keep moving. Or you're running. Even if your path isn't lit, you're going to find it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if you don't move, you don't move. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Monday motivation. If you'd like to motivate us, or maybe you have a quote that you live by, we'd love to hear from you wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. It happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz, and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfitz.com.